Welcome to the You Can Be Unstoppable podcast. My name is Ewelina Szczeplewska, your host and certified hypnotherapist. In this podcast, I will share with you how to tap into the power of your subconscious mind. I intend to share with you how learning how to use the power of your subconscious mind can help you to create a successful and abundant life with ease, how to connect with yourself while fostering a healthy relationship with your body and mind. Tapping into the power of the subconscious mind will help you to learn how to manage your emotions, become more resilient and present in all of your relationships. Self-love and self-worth are the keys to the kingdom of success and abundance, to happy and healthy life on your terms. Hey, hey, welcome to another episode and this is episode number 101 and I'm so excited. Last week I released the 100th episode of my postcard. It was a Um, If you haven't listened to it yet, then go back and listen. My friend Gina Hansen accompanied me. Oh, Jesus, that's a hard word. Uh, She joined me. That's easier. She joined me and we had a wonderful conversation about how to create an unstoppable life. And like I said, if you haven't listened to it yet, make sure that you do. So this is you know, to another 100 episodes, this is 101. And today I want to talk about there's no such thing as fair, Mm, mysterious. So if you are an entrepreneur and maybe you are struggling with closing your sales because people make comments that you are too expensive or whatever you hear, you know, I've heard it all as well. I really want you to listen to it. Or even if you're a mom with a child and you want to negotiate with your child to make them, quote to quote, make them to clean the room. This is for you. So listen up. And this episode is, um, what the word I'm looking for, inspired by a book by Chris Voss. He was a negotiator and FBI, and it's about his book, Never Split the Difference. And it's a fascinating book if you haven't read it yet, highly encourage. So you may be thinking, what has hostage negotiation, has anything to do with sales or, you know, asking your child to clean the room? And believe me, everything. Because it's about how we make decisions and what, you know, causes us to make decisions the way we do. Because for the most part, we think that we make them based on logic, that we're rational, that we, you know, take the pros and cons. And, you know, we make logical decisions. 
So if that's you, you definitely should continue to listen. So in this book, he um, talks about a game that he introduced to his uh, mentees. I think that's how you can call them. And he called or titled the game an ultimate game or ultimatum game. And then he splits them in two. And he's got proposals and acceptors. And he gives the proposers $10 bill and he asks them to make an offer to the acceptor of a round number of a dollar. And if the acceptor uh, agrees, then, you know, they split the money and off them go. But if the acceptor refuses, they go, go away with no money. So, do you want to hear the conclusion of that game? Because I found it incredibly fascinating. Because the important thing is what offer they make. Not whether they win or lose, but what offer has been made. Because the shocking or surprising thing is that whether they offered, you know, split the $10 bill, uh, in terms of six to four or equal five to five, eight to two. It was surprising that there was no real difference between what they've chosen. And in something as simple as merely splitting $10 of money that was given to them, there is no consensus, there's no fairness of what constitutes of fair or rational. Because how do you split $10 bill? Because you think you're making a 100% rational decision, but this experiment shows that our decisions are 100% irrational and emotional, despite what you think, despite you, you know, your belief that you may be a very rational person, and, you know, the person that may be buying from you, they think, you know, they think rationally, okay, well, I can't afford this, or I don't really, you know, want to, you know, power with my money because the times are hard and you know whatever the story and justification they might be telling themselves or the child you know will be giving you also the justification why they cannot clean the room right now because in that little game people assume that the older guy would come up with the same sort of reasoning and that is like not a chance because everyone is going to have a different interpretation and you will try to project your ideas your you know reasoning behind the split on the other person and we do this in life all the time we project our viewpoints and our ideas on other people that's the time we don't know that we are doing it and we project what's wrong or right on other people, they may have a completely different belief system and experience. 
And according to the author of the book, Chris Voss, anyone who made any offer older than $1 made an emotional choice. Because since when zero is better than one? Because remember, if the acceptor refused, they got away with nothing. So the key concept here is that we are irrational and emotional beings and we make all our emotions rooted, sorry, we, we make all our decisions, we make all our decisions rooted in our emotions. And if we don't take under considerations, when we make decisions and we don't consider our emotional response or impact, the, you know, our, how our emotions impact on our decisions, it's our, it's a our own peril. You know, we ignore the emotions thinking, yes, this is very rational decisions, you know, this is the pluses, this is the minuses, and this is my decision. And no, this is not an emotional decision. This is clearly just logic. And I see this total BS because we are making all our decisions based upon our emotions. So taking this out of the consideration when you're making your decisions is only going to hurt you. Because what happens quite often, we make a decision, we think it's logical, but what we do, we use our logic to justify the decision, to justify, we come up with reasoning to justify what we've just decided upon. So while we may use logic to reason ourselves towards the decision, the actual decision making is governed by emotion, and that is what Chris Voss says, and I completely completely agree. There is a study where they studied people who had the part of the brain, the right part of the brain, responsible for emotions. It was damaged. And they asked them to generate decisions. You know, so that part of the brain, the right part of the brain that is responsible for generating emotions or for managing emotions was damaged. They could not make decisions. They could come up with logical, you know, terms why this should happen or that should happen, but they just could not make decisions. So when someone refuses um, to buy from you, they make decisions based on the portions. Maybe there's something about you they don't like, or maybe you haven't sold yourself well, or maybe there's something about them but they make decisions based upon emotions. The same is about your child. You haven't sold to them cleaning the room from the emotional perspective. Because every decision we make also fills a need, an emotional need, a benefit. There's a benefit to every decision. So take under consideration that we use emotions. They're absolutely vital in every decision. And every decision that we make also fills some sort of a need. It gives them some sort of benefit. There's a secondary gain. And you may think it's like, well, that is not how, you know, choosing to 
continue to stay in an abusive relationship or continue to struggle with sales or whatever that is for you is beneficial to you. If you look deeply into your subconscious mind and you really become aware of who you are, you will realize that everything that we do, there is a reason for it. So as you see, there is no fair because how I will make decisions, my interpretations, how I see the world is going to be very different to someone else. And if I will assume that the other person is thinking in the same terms, I am projecting my idea of the world my idea of values and beliefs onto the other person. And that's not fair. So I have no idea. I haven't walked in this person's shoes. Don't know where they're coming from. So I hope that kind of gave you a nugget or inspired you to look within and every time you make a decision, or every time you make a decision, look into what the emotions, what sort of emotions, or to what extent your emotions play a part, a role in the decisions that you are making. Whether that is a negotiating with your child to clean the room or selling a product or a service to your client. So I will leave you with this. We may use logic to make decisions, but ultimately they are all rooted in an emotional response. And if you look closely at commercials, you will see Every commercial tries to fill some sort of an emotional need and desire. You know, to say, you know, if you get a pair of knickers, you're going to feel more sexy. If you get that toothpaste, you're going to have a wonderful smile and you're going to feel more confident about yourself. If you go out and buy five shots, all the water suddenly disappear. They all feeling some sort of an emotional need that we have or desire. So looking forward to see you next week on episode 102. I'm so excited. And I wish everyone a fabulous uh, week. Thank you for listening. If you found value in this podcast, I would like to ask you to leave a positive review explaining how this episode helped you to improve your life. I ask you to do this because this will help all the people to improve their lives as well. Share and spread the love all around you. Raise your vibrations to improve your life. If you would like more transformational content like this, connect with me on Instagram. You can find the link in a description of this podcast and I'll see you over in the next episode.